Life can be hard, and sometimes you just need an internet bestie to help you out. That's where I come in. Welcome to the Dear Imani Podcast, an advice-based show that reminds you to put yourself first and live in your purpose. And don't worry, I'll always give you the real tea. Need advice or have a story? Send me a message on our Instagram at Dear Imani Podcast or DearImani.com. Tune in every Friday for a new episode. See you there. Sincerely, Imani. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Dear Imani. I'm your host, Imani, obviously. Can you believe we're already done, basically, with the first week of 2023? And how how are those goals looking? You know what I mean? Like, I know it's only been the first week, but sometimes people already slip up with their resolutions this early on. So you kind of want to make sure you do a check-in with yourself to be like, okay, Am I on track to have a successful year? Ask yourself that. I will say, I personally, I feel like I'm doing kind of good. I have been in the gym, and you all know I stay talking about going to the gym and getting healthy, getting fit, eating at home, getting skinny. Like, I stay saying things like that. And I actually have been in the gym, and I actually have enjoyed it. Yesterday made day 10 in a row in the gym, killing it. And it's not that I'm trying to go every single day of my life. It's just right now, I feel excited to go. So I'm like, why stop? Um, Even my quote unquote rest days, I have gone and at least walked in the treadmill. So I'm counting it because it's active and it is the gym. So it's been day 10, day 10 of the gym. But don't think of it like I'm just every day lifting, going crazy, no days off. Like I've had quote unquote days off, but I still have went to the gym because I walked in the treadmill for like an hour, a little hot girl walk, but inside because if you don't know, California is just raining, raining, raining. Like I honestly feel like I'm in Seattle. Like the rain is raining out here. I think California is under a state of emergency. I feel like it's kind of dramatic, but I don't know. Maybe like other parts of California are really suffering, but in Orange County, LA, like it's raining bad, but it's not that I'm not used to growing up in Washington. Anyway, I've been hitting the gym, a rain or sunshine. I've been eating at home. This is the most I've ever eaten at home in my adult life. Like, I kid you not. I've been eating at home, breakfast, lunch, dinner. And then another time that I ate out, it was because I went to Amazon Fresh and got their hot food section. So that's technically eating out, but I'm also not counting it because a tip that my friend told me is to is to instead of going through drive throughs like if you're out and about and you don't have your lunch, go to a grocery store and get something that you can like either make in the car or two, eat out of their hot food section because that is probably going to be better than just going through a McDonald's drive through So that's what I have done a couple times and I got like this really good chicken tikka masala at Amazon Fresh. Like Amazon Fresh is that girl. Like if you are not trying to be at the Walmart no more, or whatever grocery store you're going to, Amazon Fresh, I feel like has very similar prices, but it is high, it feels high-end, like you feel luxurious when you're in there, because it looks stunning, it's all clean, they have the hot food section, a salad bar, it's just so cute and innovative in there, so I am definitely an Amazon Fresh girl, because I feel like Walmart, at least Walmart by my place, is low vibrations, like I am a whole elevated ass bitch now and I cannot be in that crusty Walmart. Not that Walmarts are bad because Walmart has been there for me since day one, but the Walmart by my house is not cute. It feels dirty and it's crusty. So I've elevated to just being an Amazon Fresh for groceries or Sprouts and a Target girl. Like those are my vibrations. I'm only giving you high altitude vibrations from now on. 
So overall, when it comes to those two goals, I feel like I'm killing it so far. I switched my mindset with the gym a little bit. And I feel like I've talked about this before. I switched it in the sense of just get up and go. Just get up and go. Like as soon as you start overthinking it and making it feel like it's a a job and like a hassle to go to the gym, you've created this idea in your head that it is a hassle when really it's not. Just like you brush your teeth in the morning, get up and go to the gym. Or just like you take a shower, just like you make sure you eat your dinner, make sure you go to the gym. And if some days you're not really feeling it, then just walk in the treadmill. Some of the days that I wasn't feeling it, I walked in the treadmill for 45 to an hour and that was it and I left. You know, so like you don't always have to do the most, but at least move your body. And that's how I'm looking at it. And then with food too, now that I've eaten it, now that I've eaten at home a lot more, it makes me think like, damn girl, you really were just out here eating every meal outside. Like why? It is so easy and relatively fun to cook. Like last night we made pizzas and that was super fun because it, one, it wasn't like fresh dough. We didn't have to make the dough or anything. It came like, um, then we just bought thin crust and did all the toppings and baked it, but it tastes better and was way cheaper than all of us going to go get like a blaze or pizza press pizza, you know? And it was like an activity. So little things like that have been a lot of fun to just be cooking at home. And it made me realize like, you don't need to have every meal outside. It's actually quite ridiculous. But all that to say, so far I'm having a good 2023. I feel motivated. I had a job interview today actually, and I have my second interview for the same position tomorrow. So we will see how that goes. Like I've applied to a lot of different jobs. If you are just now listening or haven't listened to previous ones, I've been looking for a full-time position because right now I work part-time at Disney. I coach like a pageant coach part-time and then like social media is social media and modeling as of right now is part-time. Like when I do a collaboration or if I model for a brand or whatever, those are like random checks and you don't even know when you're going to get that check because the entertainment industry, we're trying to pay you like weeks after you do the services. Anyway, I just wanted to have consistent income that was solid consistent income so I've been looking for a full-time social media job I've been I've been really particular with the job because I don't want a job that's going to take away from all the things that I'm doing from like my own personal brand and social media and growing myself as somebody I don't want a job that's going to completely take away from that time to the point where all the progress I've made and will continue to make will take a back seat because I'm so focused on this job that I either one, have to learn how to do, or two, which is taking up so much time. So my job search has been very specific in this, very specific in the sense of I'm looking for a social media coordinator position or a social media manager position, social media, did I already say coordinator? Yeah, basically you get the gist. Something in the social media realm and doing the content for a brand because I know one that will allow me to be at home because it's most likely going to be hybrid remote or completely remote, depending on what the brand is. And then it's also something that I really enjoy doing. I'm good at it. I know how to make content, produce, edit, create, all of those things. I've done it for the past few years for my own personal work and other brands. So I'm like, this is something I don't necessarily have to learn how to do. And it's not really hard, hard labor. And it also is going to help me with my own personal content because The more I learn from working with someone else and for someone else, I'll be able to use those skills for myself. So overall, it's like a win-win situation. And then, of course, the main part is the money. Like, we got goals this year financially. And I talked about that last year. What? I talked about that last week 
in my vision board episode of going into 2023, how I want to be more financially free and stable because right now it's not giving. Like I want to be able to do and go anywhere I want and not have to think about it. I really do want a new car. So I want to be able to put a huge chunk or a decent chunk of money on my new car. I want to at the same time build up my savings to a certain number. So all those things require money. And, and I'm like, I need to figure out what ways, how I want to have multiple sources of income. Like if you take people that are really successful, they most likely have more than one stream of income. So I want my, mine can come from Disney, can come from pageant coaching, social media, my full-time job, my podcast, my business, my brand, YouTube, all, I want it to come from every, everywhere. Like I want to be raining. I want to be drowning in the dollars. But really, I was going to say I'm just joking, but I'm dead ass. Like, I do. I do. I do. I do. Because it just gives you freedom to do things that you weren't able to do before and you just feel comfortable. And I also want me and Alex to be able to move sometime soon. Not like not like super soon. I mean, we could say in our place it's big enough. It's nice for, a ni- for I would say, like another two years. But I definitely want to elevate and move someone bigger, move somewhere bigger in the near future. So just being able to do all those things require funds. So that's why I have been looking for a job. But all that to say, I had a really good interview today. It's with like a jewelry company and to be their social media manager and content creator. And then I have my second interview with them tomorrow. So I think that's a good sign. I will let you guys know how that goes because I'm an open book here. If I don't get it, I don't get it. If I do, then period. But I'm all about sharing the whole process because I feel like enough people don't like to talk about when they actually go out for something because everyone's so scared to say they didn't get it or to quote unquote fail. But we are not keeping that energy in 2023. We're going to be talking about all the steps and cool things that we're doing, whether it goes our way completely or it doesn't. So that is an update from me. Okay, let's rewind back a little bit and go to the futureme.org letter that I talked about last week. So future me is just basically you can write a letter to your future self. And I got my letter that I, I got my letter that I made last year for this year. And I wanted to read it because I told you guys I would read it to you on this week, on this week's episode, (laughs) because I didn't have it last week. But I'm laughing at myself because when I read, when I read this back, I was like, girl, you had big dreams. And you know, a lot of, I mean, it didn't necessarily all come true, but I'm still going to read it because it is funny to me. And I did do some of the things in some, in, in some way. So this is the letter. Okay. So it says, dear future me. Wow. What a year you've had, girl. How you liking that new car? (laughs) Okay. Y'all know I didn't, I didn't get a new car, (laughs) but I am so, so proud of you and everything you have accomplished this past year. It's amazing what a year can do for your life when you focusing, when you focus on leveling up, huh? You feel good. You look amazing. Hello, body, yaddy, yaddy. Yeah, I'm not, you know, I know I look good. I know I look amazing. But what I had in mind when I typed this last year is not right now. So, lol. Okay. In 2021, you closed a huge chapter of your life. I was talking about how I gave up my Miss Washington USA title and pageants were done, basically. I know at times you felt a little lost on what would happen next, but you quickly found your way. It's crazy to think you started Miss Girl Co. over a year ago, and now business is doing amazing. So many girls are rocking their MGC fits. The social media accounts have grown so much, and you're only going to keep getting better. Okay, (laughs) like I said, that is on hold, so nope. (laughs) 
Okay, let's keep going. Ah, so happy for you. The Dear Imani podcast is a hit. Listeners can't wait for new episodes and you were able to get some amazing guests. What makes me most happy is that you have been 100% yourself this whole time and people have resonated with you that people have resonated with that so much. It's only up from here. Watch out, call her daddy. <laughs> okay, okay, I would say that is pretty accurate. I think Dear Imani is a hit. I'm so proud of myself. I have had amazing guests. I've had so many of you guys tell me that you love the podcast, you listen every week. And so I would say that was yes. Like I definitely followed through with that part of my letter. Okay. Okay, let's keep going. You have changed so many lives by just being who you are and being a role model for others. Your coaching clients look up to you so, so much, and you should be proud of how well you have done this year, getting your girls to the next level. More girls and more money, honey. Yes, that's about pageant coaching. And I honestly had more clients, I think, in 2021 or 2020. I forget. I had more clients then, but I also just think that's because pageants itself, the numbers are lower. But I still did all of that stuff, changed people's lives, been able to work with amazing girls and women and make them have more confidence and put them and give them the tools to succeed in their pageant. So check me. I did that. Okay. This is the funniest part to me. We did it. That's right, girl. You're an official author now. (laughs) Time to work on that second children's book after the success of your first. Doing a project as a couple was something that really brought you and Alex together. It was work, but you did it and you made money together. (laughs) Your relationship really progressed this year and Alex has been a lot happier. You have become a better listener and was able to show him how much you love and care for him through action. You are growing more each and every day in your relationship. Imani, 2021, Imani is smiling ear to ear, now knowing you accomplish everything and more you put your mind to. You deserve all the blessings that life has given you. Your family and friends are your rock, and I'm so happy that you have such an amazing support system and amazing parents. This year was filled with health, wealth, success, travel, love, and more. That's so funny. Okay, so the children's book, like I said last week, we com- complete, flop, complete flop. We never even even got close to publishing that book. So that was a negative. But everything else, like as far as my friends and my family, my support system, all of that, yes, success. I wrote one again for me to read next year. And this time I was a lot more specific. If you listen to what I just read, it's pretty broad. Like you're going to be successful. Your social media numbers have grown. You did this, you did that. But it's not necessarily specific with numbers. And I tried to be more specific in this one. Like this one is My 2023 one is really long. The letter is long and it has like actual numbers in it because I wanted to, I wanted to be able to compare and contrast next year when I read it to myself, you know? So I just really wanted to manifest and put that, put my goals specifically in the universe in a specific way. Along with that, I finished my vision board. I made my vision board a little bit more broad because I made my letter more specific. So I I kind of use some of the same pictures because those pictures still apply like the whole a trending podcast and body goals and eating healthy and living luxuriously and working out and family and like all that stuff is still the same. So I kind of kept the same pictures and then just added and took away some of the things to make it more broad because I was so specific in my letter. But all that to say, I feel good. I feel like I'm thriving so far in week one of 2023. I'm excited. I feel like it's going to be a really good year for myself and hopefully all of you. 
But that brings me to what this episode is actually about. In that long ass intro, you know, I just had to, I just had things to say. But this episode is going to be about confidence. Confidence is something that I definitely talk about a lot, and I feel like it's a huge part of who I am, my brand, and how people know me. I think when people think of me, Imani, they think of someone that is confident and they know that I am confident. And that's just because how I talk about myself, how I speak about myself, how I act, my mannerisms, main character energy, all of those things. Like I exude that, at least in my opinion. And I think that's why people associate me with confidence and being that girl, because not only do I say it, but I've like tricked you guys into thinking I was that girl, you know? Anyway, I talk about confidence and having confidence a lot. And I think I've even, I've definitely talked about it on the podcast and kind of had had similar episodes, but this one I really wanted to dive deeper into what that actually looks like and what that means. And then get some of your guys' submissions of how you've grown in your confidence, what your story is with your confidence, and just like how you view yourself. I know that I've always been a confident person, but that's frankly because it really starts in the home. You know, if your parents, if your family, if your friends are telling you that you are going to be successful, you are beautiful, you are smart, you are funny, all those things, you're going to grow up and think that you are those things. So I know for me, I grew up in an atmosphere that my parents always instilled in me that I was basically that girl, that nobody was better than me. And that is what made me who I am today because I still think that. I still think that no one is necessarily better than me. You know, like I can do anything the next person can do. I can reach all my goals. I can be, I can be everything, you know, and I thank my parents for that. Another reason is pageants really helped me with my confidence, like being able to public speak and be comfortable in front of a camera, be comfortable in front of an audience, talking to adults, knowing how to do community service. Just knowing how to do all these things that uh, I would say like most children don't learn those qualities at such a young age, I was able to learn that because of pageants. And then adding that layer of dance and being able to be creative and once again on stage, you know, just all those things as a whole is what made me the confident person I am today. So what I think we're going to we're going to start we're going to start by kind of talking about why I feel like people don't have confidence. And like I just mentioned, it definitely starts at home. So when you look back into your childhood, do you remember someone always telling you that you were capable of things? And if the answer is no, then that definitely plays a huge part into how you view yourself today. If you look back at your childhood and someone in, or if you look back in your childhood and no one showed up for you, when it comes to your games or your meets or whatever you had going on as a kid and teenager, if no one showed up, that is a reason why you don't have confidence now. Like there's so many different layers as to why you might not have confidence. Were you severely bullied? Were you, did you feel lonely growing up? Did you eat lunch by yourself? Did people tell you you were not attractive? Did guys or girls make you feel less than, you know, all those things contribute to how you feel today. And I completely understand that I was lucky enough to not have experienced bullying or experienced people saying things about me that made me feel bad about myself. So I know that's another layer as to why I'm able to feel so confident today because I don't have that, I guess you could call it like trauma, what people probably have had growing up. 
But somewhere along the lines, if you, I'm talking to someone, I'm talking to you if you don't have confidence, if you know deep down you don't, you're not confident in yourself. Somewhere along the lines, someone either told you or you have just repeated it to yourself so much that you truly believe that you are not that girl. <laughs> like that's the bottom line. That's all it is. And when you think about that, it's really sad because you have le- you have let someone else or yourself dictate how you should view yourself. You have let society or somebody else make you think that other people are better than you or you're less capable or you don't look as good as them or you don't deserve you don't deserve good things like they do. And it doesn't just have to be a bullies or a bad mean boyfriend. It could be your family, it could be your peers, it could be it could be any it could be anybody, it could be anything that has made you feel that way. And like I said, it could be yourself. And that's why I proposed a question on my Instagram for your submissions. What do you see when you look in the mirror? Like that's where you really could start. Look in the mirror and ask yourself, what do you see? Or what do you say to yourself when you look in the mirror? Are you giving yourself an affirmation? Do you wake up and you're like, yes, you're about to kill it today. You look so good. I love you so much. Even if you're not saying it out loud, but do you think that way? Or do you look in the mirror and you instantly critique yourself? Are you instantly like, ah, my nose, ah, my legs, ah, my stomach? That plays a huge part into how you view yourself. Because the first thing I think about when I look in the mirror is period. Like, honestly, it's like a period. It's not necessarily like a good or a bad thought. I'm not like, yes, queen, you're about to slay. You're the best thing in the world. Not maybe the first thing when I wake up, but like, I don't critique myself in the way like I hate myself or I I think I don't deserve something or I wish I could change this about myself. I kind of just wake up. I look in the mirror. I'm like, period. Like, you're up. Let's go. Like, yes, girl. And that's a great start to begin with because at least you're neutral. You know, like, I'm not, I know there's a such thing as like overly positive. What is that term? like toxic positivity where you have to like fake yourself out to make you think that you're so happy all the time. And I'm not saying to do that, but I think a good neutral stage of like waking up and being like, period, you woke up, you ate, that's it. (laughs) You know, like something like that. So that's the first goal. If you're not fully at the confidence level, but just close your eyes and think about that. Or like next time or tomorrow when you wake up, just think about what is the first thought that comes to your head when you look in the mirror? Like, are you disgusted or are you happy? And that right there is going to tell you like where your confidence kind of lies. So when I asked you guys that, here are some of the responses that I got. Okay, I'm going to read a couple. It says, I say you got this girl or you better get your shit together. <laughs> yeah, so I feel like that's a good balance because you believe in yourself, but then So you say you got this, but then if you know you haven't been doing what you need to be doing, you're like, you need to get your shit together. So those are both very valid. I don't think that's overly positive, overly negative. I think it's right in the middle and it's also being honest with yourself. So that is fine. So I would say from reading that, I would, I would assume that you would have pretty good confidence. Okay. Next one. What do you see or say when you look in the mirror? This person said a beast in a fearful body. It's as if I'm scared of my own potential. My therapist once told me that maybe I don't have a fear of failure, but more so a fear of actually being successful. Ooh. Okay, let's go into that one. You know, I've I've heard that kind of like quote before of people being afraid of success. And I feel like that's a very valid feeling because it's almost overwhelming, right? Like it if you think of when I talked last week, I talked about visualize yourself at a 10. 
So if I visualize Imani at a 10, it includes all these different kind of things. And saying that out loud is actually overwhelming because it, it feels so good. It feels almost like too good to be true. It feels so perfect. It feels so major that you can end up feeling overwhelmed and like, well, I can't do that. Like, and then you become afraid of the then you become afraid of your own potential and your own success. So that is really interesting, especially that first part of mentioning how you feel like a beast in a fearful body. So you know that you have so much potential inside of you is boiling with success and wanting to be great, but then your body is fearful of that. And that's the whole thing with confidence. Like I would say my definition of confidence is being someone that is 100% okay with being who you are, being yourself, being comfortable in your skin, not allowing someone else to have to validate you or dictate your decisions. You just feel you're just a confident being and you know what you want and you, you're going to go after it. Those to me are all qualities that make a confident person and a true confident person. And a confident person isn't going to be afraid to go after what they know is theirs. So I think you saying that you feel like a beast in a fearful body. You know, it's, it's kind of, I can't really sit here and tell you how you're going to go about and get confidence. Like you kind of just have to do it. But I do think that is a great, I always say too, it's always good to acknowledge. Like at least you understand that you have this issue of being afraid of your own potential. And then from there you can, well, then you could just go from there, right? The next question that I proposed to you guys was, are you a confident person? If so, how and why? So the first submission I got was mostly, but there are still things I'm insecure about. And see, that is what's to be expected. You're not just going to overnight love everything and you're never, ever just going to love everything about yourself. You know, that's just not realistic. But I think if you can say mostly, but then you're still insecure about some things, that's fine. I, I think it's about everyone has insecurities, but I think it's better if your insecurities are coming from a place that know that you're still deserving. So say if you're insecure in your body, you can be insecure in your body and want to make changes, but not, but you don't want to be insecure to the point where you feel like you don't deserve love. You feel like you can't wear certain things because it's not made for you, or you feel like you don't want to go out in public, or you feel like you can be talked to any kind of way because of your body. Like, any of those kind of things, that's when it's gone too far. And now you've allowed someone else to validate who you are as a person. And that's beyond like an insecurity, you know, like there's, there's different layers to it. So you can be, you can be insecure in your body in the sense of you want to change something for yourself or you just don't feel comfortable. You don't, you just don't feel comfortable with your arms out in that shirt because of yourself, but not because of what everyone else has to say about it. That's why I think it depends on where your insecurity lies and how that's kind of defined. Because being insecure about something is totally normal. We're never going to not get over that. That's all. There's always going to be something. Even when you fix that part of whatever you're insecure about, you will find something else because that's just what our brains do. But it's kind of just about how you overcome that, how you handle that insecurity. Next one. This person said, I am confident and it has nothing to do with looks. My honesty, my style, my knowledge on things etc. Once I realized the least interesting thing about me was how I looked, it made me confidently walk into rooms. Yes, that is what true confidence is. Because 
it's one thing to be confident in how you look, but being able to be literally comfortable in your skin and comfortable with who you are as a being is a whole different layer of confidence. Because the thing about looks, looks can be taken away from you. Looks are subjective. You could think you're the hottest thing walking and then somebody else could be like, you're ugly. And if that was the only thing that you thought you had your confidence in was your looks, then when as soon as that person says you're ugly, you might be in shambles. But if you're confident in who you are as a person, your personality, like this person said, your their style, they're confident in all those different realms. It's like when I was talking about the income, you want to have multiple streams of income, just like you want to have multiple streams of confidence. Your confidence shouldn't just lie in one thing especially as simple as your looks and your face or your body. You know, you want to have different layers to you as to what makes you confident and a confident person. I think what makes me confident, yeah, I do think what makes me confident is because I think I'm a pretty person. So of course that's going to add to why I'm confident. But I think what makes me confident as well over that is my personality, my ability to make people feel welcome, my ability to make people feel happy, my ability to be a visionary, to be all these different things, my ability to just be someone that people can come to and confide in. And those qualities are what make me a confident person. It's beyond the looks, even though, you know, your girl face card never declines. We already know this, but that's just not the only thing that makes me confident. And you should find things that make you confident that are outside of like your outer appearance, because we all know, especially if we're going to talk about body, if that's what's making you not confident, Even when, if you get the body of your dreams, there might be something that still makes you not confident or makes you something, makes you feel insecure. So you don't want all of your eggs to be in one basket to help you get confident. You don't want to be like, well, when I do this to my body, I'm going to feel confident. Or when my face looks like this, I'm going to feel confident. Because you're never going to truly find confidence if that's the only way you're looking for it. Okay, last one. I'm naturally confident, but didn't start believing it until I started practicing self-care. Yay! We love a self-care king, okay? Like, taking care of yourself. And self-care, I think sometimes people get it confused with, like, manicures, pedicures, cucumbers over your eyes, and a spa day. Yes, that is a version of self-care for sure, especially if you have a job that's a lot of labor and it takes a lot out of your body. That very much will be your self-care. But I think it's so much deeper than that. Like self-care has to do with treating yourself. It has to do with resting. It has to do with putting yourself first mentally and spiritually and not always saying yes. Those are all versions of self-care too. So as soon as you kind of start putting yourself first, like I always preach to you guys is putting yourself first because everyone else is going to do it. I promise you every time, every person is going to put themselves first. Even in the happiest and darkest situations, people will put themselves first. So keep that in mind. As, and as soon as you do that, you are going to instantly become a more confident person because you're you're putting more into yourself. Think of a time when you invested into yourself, how good that made you feel because you were either investing in yourself in a way that was going to enhance your lifestyle, you were investing in a way that was going to enhance your looks, your your money situation. Anytime you put into yourself, you feel good. That's just a fact. Like, and I think people need to understand that self-care is a part of the process of gaining that confidence. 
if you're always doing, doing, doing for others and never doing, doing, doing for yourself, you're never going to have that confidence that you're searching for. Because confidence is, um, because I believe confidence is a choice, you know, just like how people say love is a choice. Like, yes, you can fall in love, but to stay in love and to make sure you have a successful relationship is a choice. And same thing with confidence. You can, you can, you know, be confident or think you're confident, but it's like an active choice to maintain confidence. And that's something that I try to do every day. I try to maintain confidence by always telling myself that I'm worthy. I can do this. I can do that. I'm beautiful. I'm smart. I'm this. I'm that. Like reminding myself that no one else's opinion matters of me, but mine. I don't need anyone else's validation. All those things. You want to make sure that You want to make sure that every day you're choosing yourself and you're choosing to be confident. And what's so funny is that one of my friends, um, I was telling her to basically just wake up and choose confidence. And literally the next day she comes up to me and she says that she's like, Imani, I chose confidence. And she felt so good that day. Like she, and she even had a really good day. And when she told me that, and I thought about it when I came home and I was like, see, that's exactly what it is. So you can wake up and choose confidence, choose to be happy. And I know for everyone's life, it's different. And it feels like, I don't know if I can really do that. Like say, if you've been through a lot, you've been through something traumatizing, it's easier said than done. Like me saying, wake up and just be happy. That's just not going to be the case if you're going through something and you're just not happy. But I say that in the sense of that is truly the only choice. Like no matter what you're going through, you have to choose how you're going to handle it for the day. And if you can, I advise people to wake up, choose happiness, wake up and choose confidence because it's going to change the trajectory of your day and ultimately your life. Like the fact that she woke up, chose confidence and that day was good for her and she felt proud of, and she felt proud of how she woke up. She, she felt excited about that day and what happened that day. She even felt like she gave off a different energy, like all of that. So, and then that energy just becomes something that you are, and you'll start slowly seeing your life act accordingly. Like if you're exuding confidence, your, your coworkers, your boss, your, your peers, your family, your friends, your loved ones, your your significant other is going to be like, dang, this girl, this, this guy really got confidence. Like I can see it coming out of their pores and that's really what you want. And that's how I feel. I feel like that's what I have, which is why people ask me so often, how are you so happy? How are you so confident? And it's because of that, I feel like I try to exude confidence and like pour into me. That way I can pour into others. I've had so many people tell me that throughout the years I've made them feel more confident. And that is like the best compliment I could ever receive. Like there's no compliment better than that, that I've had, I've helped someone else be confident in who they are. That is just like, ah, just my favorite thing to hear from someone. And I feel like I'm able to do that just because, like I said, I pour it into myself so much to make sure that I'm choosing confidence that then I'm able to pour it into others at this point. I remember a couple years ago, I made a video about confidence and what it really looks like. Um, And the focus of the video, you can watch it on my YouTube channel. It's like kind of farther back. But because I had noticed there were so many videos about like girls and girls showing their bodies relaxed, like say relaxed versus posed. So like relaxed would be like slumped over. You kind of, you can see the rolls in your stomach and then posed just like in the mirror and you have abs. And that's just because that's just because it's a posed Instagram photo and people were showing their authentic bodies and being like, 
this is what a real body looks like unposed. And so many people would comment and be so excited and be like, yes, thank you so much for sharing your body. I feel like it makes me feel so happy that girls look like me. I see myself in you. Yes, this makes me feel so confident in my body. And that was so great to see that people were feeling like they could see themselves in someone else and that was helping them get that confidence. But there is a but. On the flip side, and this was my whole, this was the point of my whole YouTube video, that's still in in some degree looking for validation from somebody else. So basically what you've just done is you've allowed this girl that posted her relaxed body versus her posed body to dictate whether you should be confident in your body. Because it's like, oh, well, this girl has roles. So, and I have a role. So, yay, I'm confident now because she looks like me. You give her the ability to dictate that for you. And I get that it's nice to know you're not alone in like most scenarios, to know that someone else looks like you, acts like you, is like you. We are, we're all looking for people to relate to. Of course, we're all doing that. But at the same time, if you are putting so much, putting your eggs in the basket of other people to validate how you look and how you feel is, to me, still not a good thing. I mean, the same thing with skin. People will post like their, maybe their acne prone skin and then their skin with a filter on or makeup on just to show like, this is what I really look like and you're not alone. And in those cases, I, I love that. Like, I love that for people to not feel alone. But at the same time, you looked at that person's video and was like, oh, yes, this person has acne just like me. So now I feel confident. Because now what happens when you come across a girl that even in her relaxed body, she still has abs. You come across a girl that even with no filter, she has no acne. She has perfect teeth. She has a perky butt and small waist. Like, what happens when you come across a girl in real life or that's your friend or your peer? that that actually looks like what you deem as that perfection or what other people have deemed as like the posed version or like the not realistic version now you're back at square one not being confident because you've put all your eggs in one basket to be able to relate and to get validation from the person that showed you their quote-unquote authentic self does that make sense like in my head that makes sense and if you're kind of confused what I'm going at in my YouTube video it has like pictures and it goes into it more of what I'm trying to say, but the whole point with all of that is you don't want someone else to validate who you are as a being on either spectrum. You know, like I feel like that is where we, that's where most people go wrong is that we're constantly looking for validation. When really the validation is right there in the mirror, girl, like it's right there. You wake up, choose confidence, choose happiness and go, go about your day. And I know it's easier said than done, but it's a good start to even just wake up and be like, yes, you are that girl. So, you know, I love a good list of things that you can do to help you. So I don't want to leave you with just a bunch of me on my, on my, you know, on my microphone, just talking away. I want to give you guys tools that actually will help you be the confident person that you're aspiring to be, especially going into 2023. Like we want this year to be a successful year, not just in our goals in the sense of numbers or financial goals or whatever that goal is for you. We want it to be something, we want this year to be about true happiness and finding what really makes you happy and finding love, finding real self-love and confidence. Because I think that part comes first and then all the successes will come after. You can't water dead roots, you know, like you have to 
in order to succeed in other parts of your life, you have to have like some prospering seeds, you know, because then when you water them, then the flowers will grow. But if it's all dead down there, just because you don't feel good about yourself, you don't love yourself, you're not confident, all the other stuff is just not even going to grow right. Like it's going to be crusty when it grows. (laughs) So of course, I left you guys with a list. So the first one is Stop comparing yourself to others. And this goes like on both sides of the spectrum. Don't compare yourself to someone in the sense of, oh, they're this age and they're successful. Oh, this girl looks like this. Oh, her body's like this. But then also don't compare yourself in the other end of what I was just talking about. If someone shows something that you feel like you can relate to and then you're like, oh, I'm just like that person. Yeah, I feel confident. Overall, don't line yourself up with somebody else. Just be in your own lane and figure out how to be confident with you by yourself in your solo lane. Number two, surround yourself with positive people, aka me. Like, if if we're not already friends, like, let's be friends. Slide in my DMs. Let's let's chat. Like, let's be friends. I am someone that I know, and I've been bragging. I know I'm a very positive person, and I know that's why people like to be around me, and I know that's why I have been so blessed with so many amazing friends because I exude I exude positivity. And I think when you surround yourself with people that are also positive and that are also self-loving and are able to love others, then that's going to make you that kind of person as well. You know, birds of a feather flock together. That saying did not come from nowhere. So surround yourself with positive people. Number three, take care of your body. A lot of, I saw this TikTok and this girl was talking about the reason why a lot of you guys are sad is because you need to lose weight. And I'm not saying that is true. Because you could be 100% happy in your skin no matter what size you are. So I don't I don't completely agree with that in the grand scheme of things. But for someone like myself, someone that wants to always feel my best and look my best, to me, I do feel more confident at a certain size. And that size is not even my skinniest. Like my skinniest was at Miss USA. I don't want to be that size. I want to be like, 10 to 15 pounds bigger than that size, probably like 15 pounds bigger than that. That is where I felt most comfortable and most confident. So if you feel like you need to take care of your body in the sense of gaining weight or losing weight, gaining muscle, eating healthier, eating at home more, which is like one of my goals, taking care of your body is what's most important no matter what that looks like. And I promise you, you will feel way more confident. And as soon as you're confident in your body, you, you're going to see that play out in the clothes you wear. Like when I wasn't confident in my body, I, and that's something I'm still working on now as I'm on my like health and workout journey is like, you aren't wearing the clothes that you normally would want to wear. Like summer is not the summer, summer is not fun when you're not confident in your body, no matter what shape or size you are. I'm not even saying confidence, confidence doesn't even have a size. It's just like, if you're not confident in whatever body you're in, you will not have a good summer wardrobe wise just because it's so hot outside and then all that's to wear is like crop top shorts and all these other things and if you're not feeling comfortable you're like dang this summer is not popping because I don't want to be in my swimsuit I don't want to be in this little tiny outfit I don't want to dress like that it's too hot to be wearing sweatpants and covering up so all that to say take care of your body and get it to a point where you feel comfortable and you feel confident because it's going to change a lot of things of how you view yourself and that's just the honest truth Be kind to yourself and practice positive self-talk. Yeah, so we talked about this. And uh, another point is like, stop doing self-deprecating talk. I feel like we say so many things like, I can't handle this. This is impossible. I can't do this. 
I can't do anything right. I hate this. I can't do this. Like you are just wanting to be sad. You stop talking to yourself like that. Like, would you ever allow, would you ever allow your friend to talk to themselves like that? Probably not. Right. Like most likely if your friend was like, I'm so ugly, you're about to like jump you're about to go to war for that bitch. Like, you're going to be like, no, you're not. You are the most beautiful thing walking. Like, we go to war for our friends when they're talking crazy about themselves. So keep that same energy for yourself. Like, stop being like that. Next one, face your fears. Stop putting things off until you feel more self-confident. So I feel like the thing is people only want to do things when they're confident. But the only way to grow as a person and to get out of your comfort zone and to gain that like true, true confidence is to get out of your comfort zone and to face your fears. Sometimes you're not going to like waking up and pretending you're confident or you're not going to like waking up and saying, you're beautiful, you're that girl, giving yourself those affirmations. But you have to face your fears. Even if you don't believe it, just say it. Just say it so you can just start that process. Next one, do things you're good at. What happens when you start to do things that you're good at? Your self-confidence starts to soar. Like you, your strength becomes even stronger, which helps improve your belief in yourself. So on one hand, it's like do things that you're scared of and that face your fears and try new things. But at the same time, like continue to do the things that you love and your passions. Like if you are a dancer, go take dance classes. If you're an artist, take art classes. Make sure you're drawing every day. Do things that you feel like you're good at because that's going to only enhance your confidence because you're going to be like, I'm killing this. And that means I can kill everything else that I do, you know? And lastly, set realistic goals. So before I even go to this, you guys already know that I am like the delusional queen. Delusion is truth. Like I, I think I look at my life. I'm like, I am Beyonce. I am Kim K. Like I literally am supposed to be hanging out with him. Like that is what my brain thinks. So I'm the last one to be talking about setting realistic goals, but realistically, of course, as someone that is not completely delusional, (laughs) I still have realistic goals as well. And I think it's important to set those goals because when you do that, it also reminds you that you can do that. So when you reach that goal, you're like, wow, I did that. I can reach that goal. I can accomplish that. So that means I can accomplish other things too. So set realistic goals for yourself because so that way you can achieve those and that's going to help with your confidence as well. So that is my list of how to gain more confidence. And that's just a small list. I feel like there's so many layers to how to, I feel like there's so many layers on how to be a confident person. But I would say my number one thing is to wake up and choose confidence. And it could be hard. It could be hard to choose it and to maintain it. But you have to try to just choose it. Literally tomorrow morning, wake up and say to yourself, I'm going to have a confident day. I've been seeing on TikTok people talking about the lucky girl syndrome. And basically you're just like, I'm a lucky girl. All the things that, all the good things in life will come to me. And you basically just chant that and say it all the time. And so many girls have been talking about how they have received like a lucky girl lifestyle because of that. And I don't necessarily chant things or say things over and over again to myself out loud. But the reason why I think I... I do believe I have the lucky girl syndrome, but that's just because my mindset of how confident and how much I believe in my own potential. And I think that you guys can get to that same point by waking up and choosing to have confidence, choosing to be that lucky person, you know, like it all kind of falls into the same category, but that is my biggest tip for you is like, there's so many layers to it. We know, and there's so many factors to it. We know. 
But just your first step tomorrow morning, wake up and be like, I'm confident today. And just go throughout the day and be like, I'm confident today. That's just what it is. So I feel like all of that was Imani's final thoughts. So I'm basically just going to leave the episode there. This one, I just really wanted to chat with you guys. Like, it just came to my heart because my friend talked about how she woke up and chose confidence after we had a discussion the day before. And I was like, wow, I really want to talk to my podcast people about this. And then on top of that, it's only the first week of 2023. And I think we're still in the headspace to make those changes and to be a better version of ourselves this year. And so I wanted to get this episode out and kind of reiterate how to be the main character, how to have that confidence and believe in yourself. So all that to say, thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. I will see you guys in the studio next week. I love you all so much and bye. Thank you so much for listening to this week's podcast. You can watch the full episode on YouTube and make sure to send in your stories and questions at dearymoney.com. Reminder, I am not responsible for the outcome of any advice you take from me. Unless it's good, then I get all the credit. See you next week. Mwah!